0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hyderabad Hiccup. I'm Krittar Jha. I'm Saru Sengupta. Hi. And uh, in today's episode, we talked to uh, a very interesting Mr. Gopal Krishna. Well, we never talked to boring people, but uh, I mentioned it anyway. (laughs) Um, And Gopal Krishna has, uh, he's he's started and he's been running Hyderabad trails in Hyderabad for like uh, the past three or four years. And um, we sat down with him and it, we had a very lovely chat as to like how he started yeah, out.
1: Yeah. Especially that, right? Do you remember yeah. the starting out story is pretty it's interesting? It's pretty interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, so please look forward to that. Yeah. And and I think it
0: was one of our most efficient interviews in terms of talking yeah, time
1: taken. Because I, I remember it, I think it was a Saturday or, or some day, but I had, uh, so it was on an, I think I sent him an email around uh, eight in the eight in the evening, and he would already replied to us. Yeah, which uh, we which we which we didn't, which we didn't see within three we, hours.
0: We went to watch Aquaman.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, yes, Aquaman, yes. Oh yes, oh yes. Uh, and uh, and
0: yeah. then we came back, and we had the message. And next day we go, we talked to him,
1: and we were done. Yeah, in, and- within the space of twelve hours. That's the fastest that yeah uh, any of these uh, in the podcast episode writes since. We asked someone yeah to house sit yeah. down with us to uh, the eventual finish yeah as which was uh, crazy efficient um, it was very
0: efficient but, and also just a lovely person to talk to yes uh, in general yeah. I mean if
1: it's if it is so fast we can get far more number of episodes in a month <laughs> can, can you think about it like, yeah true but uh, yeah it's it's I mean it's it's all a process I understand that and yeah I think this was just one of those times that you know it's just inter- things just worked for us but. Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it was very fast. This was very fast. So,
0: yeah.
1: And what he, what he had to say had a lot of perspective, not exactly. just about, uh, not just about trails and walks and how to conduct them in general, but uh, where Hyderabad is, uh, culturally, how, how, how are we protecting the heritage of Hyderabad and how it's improved or changed the awareness around heritage. So, and just what it
0: takes to start something new, in yes. this area because there aren't that many people yes. you know looking at tourism and heritage and culture yes so
1: that was very interesting without so a... with, by the way and we should make note of this uh, I mean people will infer but nonetheless with absolutely zero resources exactly like, Yeah. The idea is the only thing that he, he had, remember? Yeah, him and the internet, but that's it. But that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of us do have the, <laughs> the internet, but... <laughs> but much more maybe. But yeah, how much but... do we end up doing, right?
0: True, true. Um... Yeah, if anything, me and the internet is just three hours wasted. And yeah. where did that go? Uh, anyways, so we have a very wonderful talk in store for you guys. Um, uh, Hope you enjoy Yeah. Yeah. As much as we did. Yeah. So let's listen on from Gopal now. Yeah. So you were talking about the rules. How you started out.
2: So um, uh, about five years ago, I think. Yeah. uh, My friend who stays in the US, he came back to India with an idea of starting a commune. Mm -hmm. So he lives in the West Coast US, Mm -hmm. the Bay Area, where he's been a part of a lot of communes. Right. Uh, He wanted to convert his ancestral home in Hyderabad, which was in Durgabai Deshmukh Colony. Right. Very close to Osmania University. Into uh, some sort of a space where we could practice sustainable living, where we could practice, uh, say, a community. Right. Uh, We could practice arts, have musicians come over and, you know, that sort of a thing. So, uh, I was managing the space along with him. Right. Uh, we kind of co-created it uh, we ran it for about a couple of years very successfully Right. Uh, we had organic flea markets on Sunday mornings and we, and had, we had, had a lot of events and you know there was a musician uh, There's a band which was operating out of the space um, so yeah there were about 10 or 11 of us living from all over the world it was like a co-living experiment yeah. uh, couch surfing Airbnb you know artists coming in so th- th- that kind of thing so that was what I was doing before Hyderabad Rail started so this was uh,
1: how long? Ago, this
2: was two thousand thirteen to two thousand fifteen. Ah, oh,
1: interesting. Thirteen okay. to
2: fifteen.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And um, while running that space, we had a lot of guests constantly streaming in from outside the city. So there is loose network and anybody coming to Hyderabad uh, would be directed to us that you know there's a space you can go stay there. I'm sorry,
1: but have you have any of you watched this movie called The Beach? No, <laughs> by Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay, so if, uh, if if someone has watched the movie Beach, they don't know exactly what I'm talking about, and I would have probably got a laugh out of. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I watch yeah. it. <laughs> One okay. of you, please do watch the Beach because it's so similar. Yeah. Right, it's so similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, please go ahead. So,
2: yeah. Um, so, anybody who was coming to Hyderabad to perform in theater or, you know, to... So, we were we were like a venue space, but we were also hosting them. And people who were coming to perform in other spaces like mm-hmm. Lama Khan, and surprise, right. so we were also hosting them at yeah. our space. So, there was this uh, commune kind of a thing going. And most of these people, when they come to Hyderabad, the question is, where do you take them? Exactly. Yeah. The U- usual both. Charminar, Golkonda. Yeah. And I i ended up taking a lot of these people to charminar uh-huh. showing them around taking them to feed uh, you know what hyderabad has to offer the best of the biryani yeah, in the world, yeah, and yes. whatever yeah. and um, yeah people told me i was doing a pretty good job of guiding people around okay so uh, i think that was how the whole idea of uh, curating experiences in hyderabad and taking taking people on experiential yeah. So the idea actually came to you very
1: organically. Very
2: organically. So that that was one part. Another part is that I myself was very very um, curious to explore Hyderabad as a city.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Because I knew this was a very very rich rich city in terms of heritage. You um, know, um, probably richer than most cities. I mean, any city of this scale, except Delhi, for example. Yes. Yes. Uh, doesn't have. Uh, the richness of history and heritage aside about us because several dynasties have ruled the city. Uh, you know, and the city is vast, I mean. So, um, and I'm interested in that kind of a thing. History, heritage, architecture, food, culture, arts, crafts, you know, yeah. bazaars, and neighborhoods. So, I've lived in several cities. I studied in Ahmedabad, I worked in Bombay, Bangalore, and a few other cities. And whenever I go to work in a new city or go to study in a new city, you uh, end up discovering the city right, or imbibing the city into yourself. And after having lived and worked in so many cities, it has become a second nature for me to see uh, what the city uh, has to offer in terms of its culture, in terms of its uh, heritage, uh, which is beyond what probably a tourist would experience, right? And uh, I would just put events up on Facebook saying, you know, let's meet and let's explore Chatham. Okay. So we did four such events where we uh, gathered at Chadna and started walking in four diametrically different directions, cardinal directions from Chadna and we were just walking around with cameras and uh, discussing and talking about what we saw. So this was basically collective exploration, uh, conversations and uh, you know, uh, food and you know, walking through those, those parts of the city. Um, and we've done quite a few of them and then I realized, okay, this is something that we could offer as an experiential walking tour to other people. So um, so these, these, these were going on, on and off, but the real impetus actually came during Ramzan 2015.
1: Right. An impetus to the idea? Uh,
2: to the, uh, the entire thing, the Hyderabad trails. Uh,
1: okay. To, 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 to because the uh,
2: Ramzan 2015 was coming, it was about a week away. And before Ramzan, everybody goes gaga about hey, Ramzan, Ramzan night walk and Halim and whole City yes. Street Food, and all of that. And I was new to the city, I've never been um, to Charminar and Ramzan Night, I wanted to witness what it was like. But I also was looking for somebody who could uh, take me around to, say, the choicest of street food places, also maybe uh, talk about uh, significance of, uh, you know, things that you see probably, you know, the sights, the sounds, yeah. explain because there's a lot of things that you would miss if you're from outside, but a like would be able to uh, interpret them for you,
1: yeah, help you, really help you exactly appreciate just, them better. Yeah.
2: So I was looking for somebody like that, and I was asking, are there any tours happening uh, for people who are not from the city to see if they can um, experience Charnar Night? Mm, and they were not. I mean, today, of course, there are whole lots of them. 2015, yeah. there wasn't anything happening. I mean, yeah. people were going in small groups, friends and family, and you know. They were circles of groups of friends who used to go and do it but not something that was organized for say somebody who is from Bombay is living here working yeah. in an IT company if he wanted to do it there's no such group which could do uh, something like, like that Yeah. Okay. so I decided to put up an event called Charminar uh, Ramzar Night Walk
0: Okay.
2: it basically said let's meet on a Ramzar night and let's explore Charminar let's try out street food and uh, let's enjoy the festivities, right? The uh, Haleem and whatever, whatever. And that's I thought,
1: okay, though.
2: huh? that's just daring though, that's because daring. I just
1: know how crowded it can get. It can get very crowded. No, it can get very, very crowded. Is very yeah. crowded. And even Especially probably, the later nights. Yeah, Especially. and even probably 20 nights leading into Ramzan too. Yeah. It's very crowded. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very crowded. Very, very crowded.
2: But that's, that's the experience of it. There's a sheer overwhelming uh, crowds and sounds and sights and noises and everything. Okay. It's the experience of Ramzan night. You know? So so I thought, okay, a few people will turn up and we will explore uh, Ramzan night together. We get to meet people. We get yeah. to talk about you know, culture, food, all of those things. Uh, little did I expect that within five days, that event would have thousand people RSVPing. So, oh in about 5-6 oh. days, the event just went viral, right? People were tagging each other, people were sharing the event. And before I knew it, there were a thousand people who said they wanted to go on that walk. Oh. And the the walk was just like, I think, two, day, two days away. Right. Three days away. And I just didn't know what to do. Like, you know, a thousand people turning up <laughs> yeah. for an event that I put up. And I realized, okay, there is uh, there's something going on here. And a lot of people want to do this. Yeah. And there are no avenues for this. So... I desperately wanted to find somebody who could guide a walk. I asked in the circles. I tried reaching out to people. I couldn't get anybody. Also because this was late night and yeah. know, in those crowds having to guide people. In, I mean, there were people who were knowledgeable about these things, but they were not keen enough to host a walk. Yeah. And it came upon me to do that job. Which meant that in two or three days, I had to prepare myself to guide a Ramzan night walk when I had absolutely no clue right what it was all about so i also realized you can't get a walk with thousand people it's practically impossible so what i did was that one walk i split it into 12 walks every weekend friday saturday sunday for four weeks i said okay Ramzan night walks and just so that it won't get very boring for me to do the same thing again and again I said, one is Iftar walk, one is Sehri walk, one is e Ramzan wow. walk one is you know 6pm to 9pm, one is 9pm to okay. 1pm and we had one walk which started at 12.30 in the night right. and okay. ended at 7am which is called the Sehri walk yes. okay. yeah, and yeah, once yeah. again I thought, let's see how many people turn up but about 50 people turned up for that walk Yeah. Okay. and it was a crazy night I mean, the whole night we were and after a while after walking you know people get tired so you eat and then there was Antakshari They were dancing they were singing there, there, it was like a night long celebration so um, yeah By the end of that month about a thousand people had participated in these Ramzan night walks by Hyderabad trails um, so Hyderabad trails so that yeah. event was uh, under
1: Hyderabad was trails first, already that was oh, the first, that was oh, that first, the first event, event of Hyderabad trails okay, okay. Right, Ramzan the, night the first walk. event okay. of Hyderabad trails got a thousand people yeah
2: it, was, it started with a bank wow. right, you know and everybody stood up and took notice because suddenly there was this group doing heritage walks. Okay. Right. And that was not my intention. I never thought I would uh, start something which would be offering heritage walks in the city because, well, it's tourism, it's service sector. I might not have had the inclination to do something like this. The reason why I say it's not tourism because tourism is completely something else because tourism is service-based, right? You have to create good experiences and you need to have... Very good processes. Uh, you have to have customer satisfaction, you know. And I'm not yes, into all of that. You know, it, it's very stressful to be <laughs> yes, reviewed, yes, yes. to be rated by people <laughs> saying, you know, three stars, two and a half stars. I enjoyed this. I hated this. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do anything like that. So that is why I said this is not tourism. I mean, people might come, people might join, but it's, it's not a tourism project. Um, you so do w-
1: have voluntary reviews, though, right? Yeah, voluntary I mean, reviews. Them yeah,
2: paid, yeah, yeah. You do, yeah. I, I don't, I mean, I get a lot of positive reviews, but I don't put it up because it's, I mean, it's, In, we're not doing it as a, for those reviews, for reviews, right? Know? people yes. are happy, people have a great experience, that's wonderful, but that's not, that's not what we are doing it for, we're doing it for, you know, culture. creating a community, for yeah. preserving the culture, yeah. for various other reasons. Um, it's great that people enjoy it, oh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so, but what I was forced to do because I could not find anybody else to guide was to prepare myself for that, for that guiding, right? So, I, in those three days, I poured through a whole lot of books. I think I finished about two books on the history of Hyderabad. <laughs> okay. And I would have walked Charminar, like, I don't know. I mean, I mapped out 35 places right. between um, Madina Chowk and Chomala Palace going via Charminar and a whole lot of places. So, I created a map of the Charna district with 35 places of significance of heritage importance. And for so each one of these 35 places I created a small paragraph and together it came into a dossier with a map and 35 locations and uh, a little bit about each of the locations. Small uh, paragraphs. How far were these uh,
1: spread
2: out? Uh, in a span of 3 kilometers. 3 kilometers. Yeah. So the reason I was, uh, I was I had to do it was because I knew if 50 people turn up or 100 people turn up it's it's next to impossible to guide them on a Chardonnay night because three people can't be together on a Chardonnay night.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? With 50, 100 people, it was just impossible. And in fact, on the very first walk, 100 people turned up. And I knew so many people would turn up. So what I did was I said, okay, form your smaller groups. Here's a dossier, right? <laughs> Grab two or three people next to you, form your own small group, and then go explore. Uh, map is here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Help yourself. Help yourselves, yeah. So uh, somehow that was that was one way that I could uh, you know absolve myself of guiding hundred people <laughs> and having a, you know, a really challenging experience. But uh, yeah, by the end of the month, I was a de facto expert on the Chandan Art District because I've guided about twelve walks. So right after Ramzan, uh, the question is, what do you do next? Right. right? Yes. And people were like, "What is the name? When is the next walk? Where are we doing it next? Now that Ramzan is over. And then I realized, okay, th- this seems to be something that the city absolutely needs and nobody else is doing it. So, I thought, let me do it. And that's how it started. Right. Okay. And it's been three and a half years since. And uh, it's it's not been a completely ongoing project. There were vast uh, chunks of time in between, spanning months, where nothing was happening. Right. Sometimes yes. I would travel for about five months and you know, hydrovide trails. People would ask me, is it shut? Is anything right. happening, right? Uh, but sometimes you know, all of a sudden in one week we do about 15 walks Okay. And so it's it's, uh, it's like that I mean anybody comes to me and if I find that person resourceful enough to be able to offer any sort of an experience I put it up and say this guy will be guiding a walk of this, so team, yes, this place yes, yes. put it up on Facebook and people come forward so even today we don't have a website we don't have any any online portals or apps or anything it's purely a Facebook page Right, and a Facebook okay. group. Okay, right. Um, yeah, I we put it. it, it now there are about ten thousand people on Facebook page and about five thousand people connected on the Facebook yeah. group. Okay. Uh, so whenever we put an event up, you know, people turn up, and that's how it operates. Okay.
1: okay, and it's also interesting because you said it's not a uh, it's not a tourist in initiative in any way. Mm-hmm. Tourists do t- turn up, right? Yeah. So how 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 have their reactions been?
2: Oh, they love it. I think the best way to discover any city is through experiences like this.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah. tourists are, uh, like last night, a couple of nights ago, day before yesterday, we did a walk in Nampali, Sufi walk. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, uh, there were people from Delhi. There were some foreigners. There were some tourists. Uh, they said, they, they." I mean, it's a very different experience if you come by yourself. Yeah. It's still a great experience, but yeah. exploring with a group. Where yeah. you meet like-minded people, yes. get to have conversations with them, and have somebody uh, break down things and uh, interpret everything for you is... It's is, is, is is your, your perspective. It's a perspective, yeah. That's so...
0: Very nice. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting to know. So, it started out from Ramzan 2015 and then, you know, it's kind of ballooned into this. Yeah. Yes. So, So, in terms of organization, so how have you, like, structured it? Because you obviously say it's a voluntary thing. So I'm very curious as to how you keep it going because obviously
1: you have other endeavors as well. right? So, so you've brought more people in.
2: So uh, it operates on a principle called no frills. Okay. Right? okay. Yeah. Absolutely no frills. Um, we don't have a helpline number. We don't have a website. We don't have customer service. We just say this is the place. This is the time. Okay. Turn up. Okay. Right? Uh, there's a nominal fee. Yeah. that you can pay on the spot
0: Okay. Yes.
2: you come 15 minutes late that's it you, please you, come back again you'll miss the group you'll miss the group because 15 minutes later we are not there so there's a time window of 15 minutes before the walk starts and 15 minutes after the walk starts where we are just introducing ourselves you know setting the context um, so yeah we say this is the place this is the time and people say you know how do we reach there figure out right or we say uh, you know is there a number where we can call yes but we don't promise that we'll pick up the phone call right uh, i mean we do pick, uh, nowadays of course we do put the google map pin mm-hmm. and say you know this is the time this is the place show right so we show up people show up the walk happens and the walk ends and we say good night go home. okay <laughs> right. so um, whenever we can we start the walk with a cafe right we start the walk in places where people can buy water or people can eat like irani cafes or you know yeah. um, on places like that Mostly, I mean, we prefer Irani cafes because that's also culturally yeah. very uh, ethnic basket, yes. of, uh, to the city. Uh, how do people come to know that we are doing these walks? We put an event up on Facebook, saying uh, this is the walk, place, time, and a little bit about the walk. Uh, people follow the page; people are part of the group, and they see and they turn up. Right. So, I mean, to to organize this, all I need is, for example, I'm in Pondicherry, right, and I'm coming to Hyderabad day after tomorrow. By bus, I reach here at seven a.m. seven a.m. in the morning. Three days before from Pondicherry, on the Facebook, I put an event up saying, "On Sunday morning or Saturday morning, I'm doing this walk from eight a.m. to eleven a.m. in Paigatums. The meeting point is Hotel Royal C, opposite OASI Hospital." Right. That day, I arrive in Hyderabad at seven a.m. Come directly to OBC Hospital. People turn up. Yeah. I have okay. one volunteer to collect the fees and you know, to take care of the registrations and stuff. 15 minutes everything is done and we say now we start the walk. Okay. right. The walk ends, everybody goes home. So absolutely right. no frills. Yeah. Uh, I mean that is in contrast to other companies, for example, which where you have to register with your uh, you know, credit card details, pay in advance and then there's a customer service, yeah. you call them up. Um, I mean we don't have that bandwidth. It would be good to have these things, Yes. but since we don't have that bandwidth, we made it absolutely as simple as we can. Right. Uh, but it's also very important for us when we do something like that to be very, very punctual, right? Because people have to be assured that if they come there on time, we will start on time. Which is why punctuality is one thing that is one of our core values, considering the kind of work that we do. Yeah, you're only organized. You're only as organized as the people yeah. who yeah. come.
0: So, and just in terms of like walks, so when you started out in, in Ramzan 2015, it was just you and, you know, a thousand people. So, now have you kind of like gotten like more people who are willing to like show the city around
2: and how's that been like? Um, well, even today, it's mostly me, mostly. Right. There are a lot of people who are part of uh, the initiative, part of the team. They help How in organizing, right? they help in, um, see, there are a lot of uh, affiliate tasks Okay. Yeah. Like yes. taking pictures, Obviously. putting them on Facebook, staying in touch with people. So we have built a community around Heritage Walks. Mm. You know the reason why when we announce a walk we have 30-40 people turning even if it's just 5 hours before yes. is because there's a very active and thriving community which is, which has formed around the right. idea of exploring the city together. Now most of these people are people who deeply love the city yeah. yes. but also people who um, who come to the walks to meet other people okay so the walks become a reason for them to come and meet each other and some there are some people who have done the chandar night walk probably a dozen times they but still, still come. keep coming here yeah, right yeah uh, uh, so yeah so yeah so there it's it's a very vibrant community we have a very vibrant team uh, and once again there is no hiring there is no firing right we have a yeah. bunch of people who have offered to be volunteers they're all on the whatsapp group any walk that I need volunteers for I say this is the walk this is the place this is the time who wants to volunteer a few people say we are free to volunteer I said come over
0: okay
2: they come half an hour before they're there to receive people give directions or whatever collect registrations and then that's it their job is done
1: right
2: so uh, even that it's not very demanding of the volunteers who, you know whatever we do so they, they they take the contact numbers and they take the email IDs of people and then they yeah. uh, give it back to us and that's how we we, we, we but, do it the company certainly, I mean, can I call it a company? Uh, well, it's not a company. It it's. it's, right? it's, it's uh, but uh, you
1: guys were hiring. I mean, I ha, saw so um, very recently. So I just thought maybe you guys were expanding into something more, maybe. Or not.
2: We want See. to make it more streamlined. And uh, um, we felt that we could... See, as long as I was here, I was able to do everything. Mm-hmm. But now I'm uh, planning to focus less on hydro batteries. I'm actually trying to get other people to do more walks and for me to do, do as less as I can, because I've been doing it for three and a half years and I think it's time to move on to other projects. And as long as I was doing it, it's easy. I mean, I can, I don't need too much support. Yeah. But if other people are doing it, I thought that we have to have a lot of things going, which is why we did the hiring gig.
0: Okay, so uh, so you're also just trying to like yeah. just get the legacy people, issue like. sorted out so yeah. you can move on
2: to other right. things. Uh, there have been other people who guided walks. I mean, we do bring in experts. For example, uh, the director of ASI, Mr. K.K. Mohammed, mm-hmm. who okay. was on consultation with Aga Khan Trust. So he has guided walks for us. Some of the stalwarts of uh, history of Tekken, like Anuradha Reddy, you know, uh, they have guided walks for us. So if um, the local regional... Site architect for Golconda has guided walks for us, so we invite these people to um, to tell us about their work, to guide walks. Uh, Anand Maringanti of Hyderabad Urban Labs, he guided a walk for us. Uh, this was an explorative walk in Somasundram Street, in parts of sikandarabad where he grew up.
1: Okay. Okay. Right.
2: So, um, and there's a Parsi gentleman living in sikandarabad who would be guiding a walk for us in the near future, and this walk is about the Parsi heritage of Sikandrabad yes. okay. like yeah. the stories of uh, yes. Parsis and yeah. all of those things so what I try to do is get the right kind of person uh, or, or you know, if there is a resource person we will see how he can share what he has uh-huh. and I put that up as a walk um, there were a few people who worked with Hyderabad Trails as resource people as heritage leaders but what I noticed is people want to start their own thing at some point they want to go independent you know so uh, it has been the case that anybody that uh, most people, not anybody, that would uh, guide walks for hydro trails would eventually end up starting their own uh, their own shops. Okay. Right. Uh, but uh, won't it help? And, and and then that's fine. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm that that's wonderful. Okay. So, so I was but, just thinking,
1: mm-hmm. uh, hydro trails doesn't make money.
2: It makes enough money to uh, to sustain itself. So uh, the problem with monetizing is this. The moment you say today, I'm doing the walks for 100 rupees or 200 rupees, right? Yes. This is like a contribution, right? Yeah. That is probably some something ha- how much you would spend on a dinner,
0: yeah. or on a movie, yeah.
2: So it doesn't pinch you too much. I mean, most of my um, my, my most loyal base of participants are students, right? Artists, yes, yes, yes. I see. Right, uh, young architects and People young, young professionals who don't have a lot of dispensable income. You know, they're not yeah. the people who yes. would come if I charge 800 or 1,000. Yes,
0: yes, yes.
2: Yeah. If I charge, say, 800 or 1,000 or even 500 for a walk, yeah. there would be a complete shift in the demographic.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I'd get a very different set of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, these people who pay 1,000, they would come with expectations yes. of...
0: Yeah.
2: Lofty yeah. expectations. Yeah. Of, you know, I do vasul have And that would put a lot of stress on me. I'm very confident that what I offer can be prized... Very, very high. Yes. You know, yeah. it's very exclusive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I have a problem with valuating such experiences. I mean, yeah. how much would you value
1: yeah.
2: uh, the experience that I offer? Enough, yeah. Right. I always say this. You know, on my walks, on my events, there are people who met each other and eventually married.
1: Right? Okay. Right. <laughs>
2: yeah. So that's the sort of experiences we create. People connect. Like-minded people come together. Yeah. Now, how much would that guy value that walk where he met the girl that he eventually married? Right. It's priceless. It's priceless. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And say you experience something that deeply moves you yeah and probably changes your life you know yeah how would you evaluate that in terms of monetary value so yeah 3 hours of amazing enriching experience could be 500 it could be 30000 for somebody yeah. who could pay it yeah. so so i mean these are these are very very difficult questions for me and yes. if i do charge very high the um, entitlement with which people come yeah. tourism yes. is a very entitling industry it's like it is, it is. Array, time you know things like you know Array, they want if the moment I charge more
1: they'll ask you the question difference difference worth it's, it. a it's a very, very different people.
2: and they yeah. you. Uh, I mean I've experienced this even when I don't charge more when I offer yeah. uh, tours for example I do this yeah. experiential tour of Hampi yeah a bunch of us we go to Hampi I take them around show them the temples share the stories and all of that so this is so then a group of us go and we explore Hampi, but there are always some people who come with the mindset of um, a guy, a tour operator, right? Hmm. Who look at me like, Are bathroom mein kyun nahi Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. the kyun hai? I'm like, yeah. come on. I mean, I I charge a price which probably if you went by yourself you would be paying yes. slightly higher than that for uh, organizing everything, organization costs and. And stuff and a little bit extra probably for the guiding charters, and yeah. which is, is very, part, very to say the least, yes. It's absolutely <laughs> you, you probably will be spending much more if you go by yourself because you don't know the right places. Yeah. And I'm getting everything much cheaper. But there's still people uh, who come with the expectation that so even if they don't complain, there's always this uh disenchantment. He, yeah. yeah. And and they can't help it, you know. That's that's the way they've grown up. Yes. They're, they're yeah. so attuned to thinking whenever they pay. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: That uh, they're entitled, and yeah. the yes. other guy because he's paying him. Yeah. He is this person's slave, or you know, he is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. or even in in uh, in in walking tours, when somebody pays somebody else to uh, give the give an experience, that that remains.
0: Yeah. Yes. That
2: uh, expectation remains, yeah. and that is not something that I'm very comfortable with working. Yeah. When I charge hundred, uh, initially I, I did gift economy walks, which meant that I never I didn't charge, mm-hmm. but I said pay what you can.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. So yes. somebody
2: would pay fifty, somebody would pay five hundred, depending on the value that they uh, yeah. they yeah. thought yeah. the walk yeah. was yeah. worth, and also how much they could afford to pay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, based on these two factors, they could pay whatever they could, and uh, initially for many many walks, that's how I operated hydro batteries. Yeah. Uh, but then I, st- I said okay let me have a flat price of 100 or 200 which I thought was still very nominal and when I do this people understand that what I'm charging is way less than what I'm offering right so I get to dictate uh, terms no, right I'm in control right. so yes. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not under uh, it's a completely different it's equation it's a different equation yeah.
0: yeah
2: and this is something that I'm comfortable with because people are grateful yeah now because I know that uh, they know that you know I'm sharing something with them, and they are the ones uh, who are something. yeah. It's it's their privilege that yeah. they're getting something yeah. like this. Yes. But if I charge more, it would be the other way around. They'll be like, yeah. a, they think you know, I'm paying this yeah. guy so much, so yes. he's benefiting from me. Yeah. So
1: basically, there'll be this whole service aspect to it. Service aspect
2: to it, and uh, this comes from experience clearly. And I'm not yeah yeah. So there are people who are very good with service. I think uh, it takes a certain kind of personality to yeah. be a good. Uh, person in a service so, business, okay. hospitality, yes. tourism, yes. you know, which means that you should, uh, you should probably smile even when you're not happy, right, and be nice all the time and I'm not that kind of a person and right? I'm very individualistic and I speak my mind and uh, I, I'm the wrong kind of person for service sector, <laughs> right, If if I don't like a particular tourist, I'm going to say, you know, my, my mind <laughs> to that <laughs> person to his face so uh, uh, wrong personality type for service industry So, which is why Hydra Trails is not a tourist project
0: right yeah, yeah. Okay. so I'm, I'm curious because you said you had a pay pay what you can model yeah. and you kind of shifted to a fixed one mm. uh, because and, and you did this so that you have more artistic freedom yes. in the sense of yes. what you were doing because like it's interesting um, I understand your problems in monetizing because um, I've been a stand-up comic uh, you know when I was studying in Cambridge and uh, this was a perennial thing like how do you monetize so if you're at if you have a venue then they can monetize via food and drinks Mm -hmm. but if you keep the comedy free then you get a different crowd you change the prices your demography changes um but like what i found at least in comedy is that when you have a pay what you can basis so the entry is free and then you pay, pay for the drinks yeah free. and, um, and, and, and food, then you pay yeah. whatever you a, stand yeah, with the yeah. bucket and then they could pay whatever they want to um that kind of worked but like it it always kind of just broke even and mm-hmm. you would never make mm-hmm. you know you'd never become rich off it but you could live off it um so it's it's very interesting to see that you've tested out these models and yeah. well, finally settled so looks- on on a
2: regular, yeah. on a certain yeah. structure. So, um, right now, HydroWire Trails is financially quite secure. Right. Because okay. any walk that we offer okay. has about a participation of 30 to 50. At least, right. you know, our, most yeah. su- our successful walks have about 150 to 100. Right. Um 100, 150, 200 is quite a common number when we announce right. the walk, at least a week or two right. weeks in advance. Okay. And even when you charge 100 or 200 for those numbers, when yeah. we do a few walks a week.
0: Yeah.
2: It's it's still a very comfortable number.
0: Yeah.
2: To, uh, you know, to work with. So, uh, initially, when you had 5 people, 10 people, 15 people turn up, which was very, I mean, which was not the case, which was never the case.
0: Yeah. It fine. it
2: would be problem, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, thankfully, uh, we've always had good numbers in terms of okay. turnout. So Yeah. So, that is fine.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay so and just to like so this is so this is is this still going on like uh, because you said that you wanted to move
1: on and you were trying to find more people and that's what I was interested in because if Hyderabad Trails wasn't making enough money uh, what sort of a future do you see uh, for it because you will you, you say I mean you're doing it as a for lack of a better like uh, description maybe um, as your passion project yeah uh, so, when you move on with some other something else, do you think Hyderabad Trail will survive?
2: I think it will and I hope it will. Okay. Um, yeah. See, it doesn't require anybody full-time. Right? Okay. Uh, if the both of you are trained in guiding walks, for example, right? all I ask you is to give three hours a week. Yes. You know, to ask you to give three hours on a Sunday morning and you three hours on a Saturday evening is not too much. Yeah. With your regular jobs and your families and you know yeah. all, your, all your other commitments, you'll still be able to take out three hours a week. And if I have three to five people like you, I can have five walks a week. And even if half the people are not free on any given week, I still have enough events to run hydrovak So that's the model in which I'm thinking. And when you only give three hours a week, you're not actually counting on that money for your livelihood. So whatever comes is good. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. not too much. Yes. But it definitely compensates the time and effort that you invest in guiding this walk. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's not just about money. You know, when when you meet so many interesting people yeah. and you have such a great time,
1: yeah. and
2: you know that you're contributing to an experience for so many people, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's fulfilling. In a That's way, yes. Yeah standard comics would experience the same thing, <laughs> yeah. right? When you make people laugh, <laughs> yes, yes, right. It gives you a sense of yeah. satisfaction That's and right. fulfillment, right? A sense of purpose. And
1: you probably yeah. will find someone who will make this their own passion project. I mean, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Mm, so what I'm my my idea is this: what I'm doing now is uh, launching a fellowship.
1: Okay, okay. So it's called yeah.
2: Heritage and Culture Leadership Program. Right. It's a okay. Hyderabad-based fellowship. Right. So I'm selecting uh, ten to fifteen people in the city, young people. Right. They could be studying in college or they could be working somewhere or doing whatever. Um, for about three months they would be trained. Right. Two weekends every month. Okay. They would be trained in experiential education, outdoor leadership, cultural immersion, right? Basic yeah. history, heritage, architecture, everything about the Deccan, about Hyderabad. Yeah. And I'll train them in designing walks and in guiding walks. The art of hosting, yeah. the art of facilitation and you know, yeah. all these things. And uh, as a part of the fellowship, they will be designing and guiding two walks a month. Right. Right. Okay. And okay. I've designed the program in a way that uh, it's peer learning. Okay. Right. Okay. Fifteen people they meet and they learn from one another. Of course, I mean, I'd be there initially to yeah. give yes. them, you know, Some all the modules. Hmm. But after that, uh, let us say one person is guiding a walk, the others get together, give him live feedback uh, you know, to see how he could improve, how he could do things differently. How he can make the walks more engaging, more participative, and over the months, these ten people would become cultural leaders. Okay. So, uh, and if the fellowship extends for two years, mm. I'm assured of heritage walks for yes. two years. Yeah. Yes. Right. Sure. So. It's
0: very nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and for the students, it's a leadership project because yeah. end of yeah. the two yeah. years, yes. they emerge out as leaders yeah. because. Yeah. They would have so much experience in handling yeah. groups and handling teams and yeah. people, talking you know, people, talking to people. And like working, yeah. So that's uh, the Heritage and Cultural Leadership Project. It's actually sorry. It's actually on right now. I'm taking applications. Okay. Okay. So if you know people, yeah. please spread the word.
0: Yes. So if anyone's listening to this yes. and, and we'll wants to... we'll probably link, link it. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, link, it link it in our go. description. And if anyone's listening to this and wants to apply to be a part of Hyderabad yes. Trails... Please feel free to do so. Right.
2: Yeah. And the fellowship is absolutely free. Free of cost.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: And they also get to get a stipend because when they guide walks, part of the contributions yeah. which are collected
1: will probably go Goes
2: them. back to reimburse them.
1: Right. And this this is only for college students?
2: No, it's for anybody below the age of 35. Below the age
1: okay. of 35. That's the only.
2: Yeah. Must be a resident of Hyderabad. Obviously. Must commit to two weekends every month.
1: Right. Which yeah. is
2: four weekend days every month.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great and i'm just curious like after this what what next for you after hyderabad trails and the fellowship yeah
1: i mean hopefully we're not too upfront but yeah i mean yeah, you would yeah, yeah. agree that you are a very essential part of hyderabad trails to yeah, the point yeah. where you are hyderabad trails right and you've been yeah. that for quite some time right uh, so we were just curious
2: so what next after this yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Asking, yeah. Uh so I'm I've been passionate about education, alternative education. Right. My next project is about alternative education and it will be based out of Pondicherry.
0: Okay, oh okay. Yeah. okay, that's cool. Um,
1: all right, thank you, Mr. Gopal. Thank you so much for talking to us. That was a very interesting talk indeed. Thank you for coming and I mean thank you for responding so quickly. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: uh, because I I mean I, I was the one who emailed uh, uh, to you and you responded within three hours and we were just uh, discussing that it was very spontaneous and thank you so much for taking out your time